Let's just bow our heads in prayer. Lord God, may you open our hearts, our minds, and our wills to hear from you. May you speak to us this afternoon. May the words of our hearts and the meditations of our thoughts be with you and from you and pleasing to you. Our Savior, friend, and King. Amen. There is the old adage, whoever does not admit to lying is lying. Can we be honest about our honesty? I spent January this year looking at the book of James, most known for its comments about taming the tongue and the power that words have. In the creation narrative found in Genesis, we read that God spoke creation into being. Let there be, and there was. The gospel writer John picks up this theme in his opening narrative. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Pretty powerful statements about the God whom we serve and follow. Before the commandments were inscribed, Moses himself breaks away from the responsibility God asks of him at the burning bush, claiming not to have the words. But God rebukes him, asking, who made man's mouth? Was it not I? I shall give you the words to say. Why do we lie? One of the many reasons is that we don't want to take responsibility for our actions. The disease of BSE is widespread, and I don't mean bovine spongiform encephalopathy. I mean blame someone else. We see this in the first sin that was ever committed by man, when rather than owning their choices, they pointed to the finger and blamed another. I've spoken on this before and was reminded of this two weeks ago at our Sunday service covering Philippians chapter 2, where Paul instructs us to be blameless, which I put to you, I not the Lord, uh, is the absence of blaming others. Christ was blameless, and in this sense, he owned the decisions and actions that he made, not pointing the finger at others concerning issues pertaining to him. Yet we regularly fall short of this, Hence, in our confession as part of this communion service, we ask for forgiveness in thought, word, and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. Our blaming of others shows the state of our hearts, the truth decay in our lives. James states, people can tame all kinds of animals and birds and reptiles and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is an uncontrollable evil, full of deadly poison. James does not mince his words. We see often enough in world leaders, in politics, in the news, the web of lies and conceit, deceit. This is in stark contrast with the way that God conducts himself. God is true, God is faithful, God remains in character with himself. 
he not only speaks trust, he is truth. So faithful a God is represented in the Son of Man, who practiced what he preached and spoke truthfully, directing us on and up to the faithful and trustworthy Father, to whom he gave up everything, and who vindicated Jesus and upheld his promises by raising Jesus to new life, just as he offers to each and every one of us. Forgiveness, transforming life, and the gift of the Holy Spirit are on the table for us to receive, because Jesus has removed all the potential blockages for us by hanging them on the cross. All the sins we refuse to take responsibility for, paying the price for our untruth. For those who bear the name of Christian, it is evident that a new and different standard of truth is expected. For 20 years, uh, over 20 years, I have had a poster in the room, uh, my own room at my mother's place, uh, of a hamster amongst a field of dandelions with the words, Lord, may my words be sweet and tender, for tomorrow I may have to eat them. The wisdom of this hamster's proverb grows on me every year that passes. Do we think before we speak? God gave us two ears and one mouth. Are we listening carefully to the person that is talking to us? Or are we planning our next answer? Do we mean what we say? Does our yes mean yes and our no mean no, as Jesus instructed us? Do we say what we mean and mean what we say? Are we communities of honesty and forgiveness or communities of covering things up? Are we feeding on the delicious morsels of gossip and delighting in the misfortune of others? Have we established relationships in which we can be open, honest, accountable with people who can challenge us non-judgmentally? A final thought from James chapter 3. Sometimes our tongues praise our Lord and Father. And sometimes it breaks out into curses against those who have been made in the image of God. Are we prepared, myself included, to put our names to these things that we want to say to and about our fellow image bearers of the one who knit us together? If not, let us pause to ask the master to help us tame the tongue, the counselor, to fill us with wise words worthy of him. God bless his word to us today.